Well, it's uh, February 13th. Super Bowl was last night, and uh, we're sandwiched in between the big game and the big love day. Tomorrow, Valentine's Day, February 14th. You know, according to a recent survey, quality time is the language of love. And see, you and I thought it was chocolate or something like that. But uh, could that time spent together on Valentine's Day involve cooking a romantic meal together in the kitchen. We're going to talk about that right now with Shanti Apello, the registered dietitian from Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan, who joins us frequently on health and food topics here on WKZO. Good morning. Good morning, Ken. You you missed one, though. It's Galentine's and Palentine's Day today. <laughs> I can't keep up with all of this stuff. I have enough time remembering Valentine's Day. <laughs> right? You and the rest of us. Uh, well, the big day is tomorrow. So uh, cooking a meal together for Valentine's Day in the kitchen, is that a, is that a good idea? I mean, I think it is. You mentioned love languages earlier, and you uh, mentioned quality time, so... This book dates back to, um, you know, the the 80s, I believe. Gary Chapman's book, The Five Love Languages, Secret oh, to yeah, Love That Last. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, so he said there are five different styles of expressing love, um, the words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. But quality time, as you said, is the one preferred by most people. Um, and cooking really does just that. It's that intimate activity, involves teamwork, communication, and then you get that edible aftermath. So, you know, of course, I have some ideas as to what you can make that's a little on the healthier side. I've got three very plant-forward ideas. All right. Well, if you're going to do a romantic meal together in the kitchen for Valentine's Day, you might as well show your love by by planning a healthy meal for each other. How about that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I could write I could write a greeting card behind that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was Coming to Hallmark soon. <laughs> Indeed. All right, what do you have for us this morning? Yeah, so the first uh, thing could be an appetizer or a light meal, but in restaurants lately I've been seeing these cauliflower steaks all over the place. Um, they're not a juicy red steak, of course, but it's a piece of cauliflower um, that essentially you start with a head of cauliflower, you cut them into about one-inch pieces, and you roast them. So I make this little olive oil mixture. It's super simple, just a little bit of olive oil, salt, pepper, thyme, um, and a little bit of honey to get the edges caramelized. So you just brush that on, roast them along with a couple bell peppers and a head of garlic. And so when that comes out, you blend the roasted peppers with some garlic and pesto, and that becomes this beautiful base sauce. So you put that onto your plate, you put the roasted cauliflower steak on top, and then I like to top mine with some Parmesan, some cashews, and some pesto. Mm. So it's just this really beautiful display of uh, very plant-forward components, and a lot healthier than those steaks. All right. Turn the lights down low in the dining room and enjoy that for your, yeah. kids, for your uh, uh, Valentine's Day. So uh, what else uh, should we uh, could we take on as a, a Valentine's dinner challenge here? Yeah, if you like to put, you know, kind of lower effort into the meal, like we all do sometimes, this is a great one. So it's a uh, kind of tomato and garlic white wine pasta. So you start with olive oil, get that heated in a pan, and then add some garlic to it and just get that really nice and fragrant. You add some cherry tomatoes, some oregano, a little bit of red pepper flakes if you like, uh, and let that simmer and add a little bit of dry white wine. So this can be really inexpensive white wine. You want to pick something like a Pinot Grigio or a Sauvignon Blanc. 
let that simmer with some basil in the pan and until it reduces down to this kind of beautiful um, sauce that you then toss with pasta. And you can top it with some Parmesan there as well, and it's super easy. And then, you know, you could work on that while your partner works on a dessert. I also have an idea for spiced brown sugar baked pears with cardamom yogurt. Ooh, uh, So this one's super simple, too. You just have uh, a pear, and Bartlett is a great one. Um, and then you prepare a little mixture. It has some butter, a little bit of brown sugar, honey, ground cardamom, and vanilla extract. And then you're just going to brush that over your pears until they're roasted to this fork-like perfection. Uh, and you can serve it with yogurt. I like to do a little bit higher fat than, than non-fat, so anywhere between 2 to 5%. Mix that with some honey and cardamom, and it's a beautiful base. And you can make that into like a heart shape if you want. All right. What a great way to top off your meal. Wow. And the the pasta dish is, is fabulous. I think I've done that one before. Uh, is it? Yeah, o- isn't it so simple? It, it is. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure I've done. Is it okay if I throw some shrimp in there? Would that uh, would that send me off the rails or? Uh, that what? would be excellent. Uh, or if you wanted to add a different protein, some grilled chicken or oh, that's um, good too. Yeah, you know, pan roasted chicken would be good too. I like that one a lot. So you have more ideas online, I'm sure. Yes, a healthiermichigan.org is going to have all of these recipes. And um, if you want some other ideas, we've got those too. All right. Cooking is the language of love at Valentine's Day. Uh, Preparing a meal uh, at home with your Valentine. What a great idea. Valentine's Day, of course, is tomorrow. Shadi Apello, registered dietitian with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan with us with these ideas this morning on WKZO. Thanks so much. Happy Valentine's Day. Thanks so much. Happy Valentine's Day. Kalamazoo Mornings with Ken Lanfear on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO.